Hello, and welcome to the History of Haiti. So last episode, Dessalines and the other black generals finally expelled the French from Saint-Dumont. In this episode, Dessalines will declare independence for Haiti and then found the first empire of Haiti. Next episode, we will watch the collapse of the empire of Haiti. And then in episode 22, I will do a final look back at the Haitian Revolution and transition into the period of Haitian history known as Divided Haiti. However, I am not nearly as familiar with Divided Haiti as I am with the Haitian Revolution, and I will, unfortunately, have to go on a brief hiatus from posting regular episodes to research Divided Haiti. But in this hiatus, I will be posting three supplemental episodes that will cover parts of the Haitian Revolution that I chose to ignore, but are nevertheless fascinating and important to the history of Haiti. On November 29th, at about the same time that Rochambeau was leaving the colony, Dessalines published a proclamation claiming independence for Saint-Dumont. But this was merely a prelude to the actual Haitian Declaration of Independence. Dessalines assigned an educated colored man to draft an official Declaration of Independence, and Dessalines was presented with his draft on December the 31st, the day before he had planned a ceremony for the Declaration of Independence. However, Dessalines did not approve of this draft of the Declaration of Independence, claiming that it lacked the passion and energy that he wanted. A young colored officer named Louis Felix Brossouand Tournay then volunteered to write the Declaration of Independence, declaring, quote, In order to draw up our act of independence, we need the skin of a white to serve as parchment, his skull to serve as an inkwell, his blood for ink, and a bayonet for a pen. Unquote. Baron Tournay spent the night writing the Declaration of Independence, later saying, quote, After two cups of coffee and three shots of rum, the words came naturally. Unquote. In addition to this episode, I have uploaded a reading of the Declaration of Independence. I highly recommend you listen to it once you have finished with this episode. On January 1st, 1804, in the city of Gonaive, Jean-Jacques Dessalines proclaimed independence, but he did not proclaim independence for Saint-Dumont. Saint-Dumont had been the name given to the country by the French, who had been expelled. Dessalines instead renamed the country Haiti after the old Tainau name for the island. Side note, originally Haiti was spelled with a Y in both the United States and Britain. Haiti is what the island had been called before the Europeans arrived, and the Europeans had been expelled, and the land was now called Haiti. January the 1st is celebrated as Haitian Independence Day. Even after Rochambeau had been expelled, taking with him most of the whites who had remained in the colony, some whites chose to stay in the colony. Dessalines, who had always been a black supremacist, now planned to exterminate the French white population of the colony. Dessalines' massacre of the French would be successful in exterminating the French from Haiti, but it would also be Dessalines' greatest mistake. After appointing a commission to create a list of crimes the white French population had committed against the blacks, Dessalines began sending out orders to cities in the South Province telling them to kill the whites. 
but most of the coloreds and blacks in the colony were reluctant to kill the whites. They were hesitant to just ruthlessly massacre civilians as they had been ordered to, and many, especially the coloreds, personally knew some of these whites, so very few whites were killed in the first initial phase of the massacre. But Dessaline was not satisfied. To force more killings of whites, Dessaline and his entourage began going from city to city, killing whites as they went. Each city that Dessaline arrived in followed a similar pattern. When Dessaline arrived in the city, everyone white and French would be arrested. Americans and British citizens were ignored by Dessaline, as Dessaline did not dare execute Americans or British citizens in fear of angering Britain or the United States. Polish soldiers who had been sent over by France and defected to the Haitians were also spared. The same goes for Germans who had settled in Haiti before the revolution. Then Dessaline would separate the whites. Doctors and merchants who traded with the Americans and British were separated from the rest and would mostly be spared. Then Dessaline demanded a protection fee from the whites to encourage them to give up their valuables. After Dessaline believed that all the valuables had been found, he would order the mass execution of all the white men, even the ones who had paid the protection fee. White women were usually raped by Dessaline's soldiers and would either be executed or forced to marry a black or a colored officer. To make it so that the coloreds were not innocent, Dessaline often forced colored officers to execute the whites for him. After the mass execution of the whites in captivity, Dessaline would offer amnesty to all the whites to get the whites who remained to come out of hiding. He would then execute the French who had come out of hiding. Dessaline and his soldiers went from city to city, massacring the French in in each city they passed through. The population of the colony hated what Dessaline was doing, to the point where Dessaline would bayonet the French instead of shooting them, because he feared that nearby towns would hear the gunshots and have time to hide the French in their city. Dessaline moved from south to north, eventually arriving in Le Cap in April. In Le Cap, Dessaline massacred between 1,700 and 3,000 whites. In total, Dessaline's 1804 massacre of the French killed a total of three to 5,000 French whites. I should mention that Dessaline had renamed Le Cap from, it, from its original name Cap Francois, which I have not used in a while. Dessaline renamed it Cap Haitien, which is the name it, the city still holds. From here on out, I will be using the names Le Cap and Cap Haitien interchangeably. Historian and podcaster Mike Duncan, in season four of his podcast, Revolutions, said when discussing Dessaline's massacre of the French, quote, They were a heinous crime, but they also appear to have been a mistake that helped isolate Haiti politically and undermine support for Dessaline domestically, unquote. Citizens of Haiti, blacks and coloreds alike, were disgusted by the massacres. First, Dessalines had just massacred thousands of white civilians for essentially no reason. Second, the coloreds resented that Dessalines had forced them to participate in the massacres and were scared that Dessalines would massacre them next, given as they all had white blood. This is going to be one of the core causes of the revolt that would overthrow Dessalines. 
The massacre of the French was also a huge mistake for Haiti's foreign relations. When discussing the foreign relations of early Haiti, there are three great powers to be considered, America, Britain, and France. To start with America, in the American election of 1800, a slave owner named Thomas Jefferson had been elected president of the United States. Along with him, many slave-owning American Southerners had been elected to the American Congress and were appointed to high positions within his government. In contrast to previous presidents who had supported Toussaint economically and militarily against André Rigaud, Jefferson was somewhat hostile towards independent Haiti. Hoping to maintain good relations with the French, Jefferson refused to recognize Haiti as independent, but did still allow American merchants to trade with Haiti. Dessalines' massacre of the French scared American slave owners, and they now feared emancipating their own slaves because they thought that they too would be massacred. Also, the horror of the massacres turned the Americans away from Haiti and did the same with the British. The British continued to trade with Haiti, but also refused to recognize Haitian independence. All they wanted was to keep the French out of Haiti. The French obviously hated Haiti, and they refused to recognize Haitian independence. But more importantly, the French, and basically everyone else, believed that France would soon return to retake Haiti. No one outside of Haiti thought that Haitian independence was permanent, and everyone, including Dessalines and the Haitians, believed that the French would soon be back to try to reconquer Haiti. Dessalines devoted resources to constructing forts deep within Haitian territory that could be used if France invaded Haiti again. He also maintained a large military of around 20,000 soldiers. There were still French remaining in the Spanish part of the island, Santo Domingo, and in May, Dessalines attempted to invade Santo Domingo. This invasion did not go well. Dessalines made it as far as the inland city of Santiago before retreating to Haiti. This was a mere prelude to Dessalines' much larger invasion of Santo Domingo. But all of this, maintaining a large army, the construction of new forts, and the invasion of Santo Domingo, was expensive for Dessalines. And Dessalines wasted valuable time and resources that could have been better spent rebuilding the country from a decade of war and revolution. And the country was a wreck. All the roads had been destroyed. Almost every city had been besieged, bombarded, or burnt. Basically, everything Louverture had done to rebuild the plantation economy had gone out the window during the War of Independence. And about a third of the population had died or fled the colony. Dessalines began trying to recreate the government Louverture had created. The army once again became the administration of the country. He began trying to restart the plantation economy and force the cultivators back onto the plantations. Dessalines' government took control of most of the plantations in the north and some in the west and south and began leasing these plantations out to individuals who were usually officers in the military. But Dessalines faced many of the same problems Louverture had faced when rebuilding the plantation economy. First, the cultivators refused to return to the plantations, and many resisted Dessalines' attempts to force them back onto the plantations. Also, much of the equipment used to refine sugar had been destroyed. 
Dessalines' plan to nationalize the plantations and lease them out to individuals was resisted by many Haitians who had just shown up and claimed the plantations left behind by the whites. Dessalines took the title Governor for Life, the same title the Toussaint had taken for himself. But Dessalines wanted to be more than just a mere governor, and when he found out that back in Europe Napoleon had crowned himself Emperor of France, he decided to take a new title. American merchants gifted him a crown, and coronation robes were provided to him by the British in Jamaica. On September 22nd, he was proclaimed Emperor of Haiti. Then, on October 6th, 1804, in a coronation ceremony in the city of Capetian, John Jacques Dessalines was crowned His Majesty, Emperor Jacques I of Haiti. In February, His Majesty Emperor Jacques I once again tried to invade Santo Domingo. He had Henri Christophe command an army that attacked the north, while he commanded the main force that drove through the center and south of Santo Domingo. On the 25th of February, Dessalines captured the city of Santiago. Just eight days later, he was at the outskirts of the port city of Santo Domingo, after which the colony was named. But even after the artillery led by Alexandre Petion arrived, Dessalines could not break through the defenses of Santo Domingo, and the siege of Santo Domingo lasted for three weeks. On the 28th of March, Dessalines' forces spotted three French ships in the harbor of Santo Domingo. Fearing that his position was exposed and incorrectly believing that more French were coming, Dessalines abandoned the siege and retreated back to Haiti. During this retreat, Dessalines and Christophe burned many Spanish cities to the ground and massacred many civilians. In May of 1805, Emperor Jacques I issued a constitution for the Empire of Haiti. The Constitution of 1805 was loosely modeled off the Constitution of 1801, though it was much more liberal than the Constitution of 1801. It said, like the Constitution of 1801 in future Haitian constitutions, that slavery was forever abolished. Article 12 said, quote, No white man of whatever nation he may be, shall put his foot on this territory with the title of master or proprietor, neither shall he in the future acquire any property therein, unquote. But the next article followed this up with, quote, the preceding article cannot in the smallest degree affect white women who have been neutralized by the Haitian government, nor does it extend to children already born or that may be born of the said woman. The Germans and Polanders neutralized by the government are also comprised in the dispositions of the present article. Unquote. The Constitution also gave almost all power to the Emperor, including the power to choose his successor. Unlike the Constitution of 1801, which made Catholicism the official religion of the country, the Constitution of 1805 allowed freedom of worship. In terms of the Haitian legal system, the Constitution of 1805 created six tribunals to deal with civil crimes and then special military tribunals. 
It also made the national colors of Haiti black and red, and by now Dessalines had changed the Haitian flag from a bicolor of blue and red to a bicolor of black and red. The final article of the Constitution said, in reference to the fear of a French invasion, quote, At the first firing of the alarm gun, the cities will disappear and the nation will rise, unquote. The Constitution ended with, quote, Having seen the present Constitution, we, Jacques Dessalines, Emperor the First of Haiti, and Commander-in-Chief of the Army, by the grace of God and the constitutional law of the state, accept it wholly and sanction it, that it may receive, with uh, the least possible delay, its full and entire execution throughout the whole of our empire, and we swear to maintain it and cause it to be observed in its integrity to the last breath of our life. Unquote. But the Constitution of 1805 would be the high watermark for the First Empire of Haiti. After this, everything would begin going wrong for Dessalines. And next episode, we will watch the absolute collapse of the Empire of Haiti. Mm-hmm.